Amazon's got everything you need for your dorm. From everyday essentials and school supplies, to clothes and decor, to bedding for... Power naps. And regular naps, too. Save on all things college at Amazon. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hi, I'm Jackie the Joke Man Martling, and you, my friend, are listening to Jim and Florence on the forum. Great interviews. Always fun. Listen. Hi, everyone. This is James Patrick, formerly known as Jim Jacks. We're trying to get verified, so a lot of my celebrity friends have told me to go by my more formal name so that the verification process won't be so bad. So I'm going to do it. It's very important that we do get verified, and being a non-celeb is a little bit difficult, so please bear with us. But thank you all for joining me. Yes, I'm on the East Coast and traveling and doing a lot for work, but I just wanted to touch bases with you in regards to an absolute amazing story that is coming out that correlates with a book that we reviewed with one of our good friends. So without further ado, I would love to introduce the Tennessee stud, the great wrestler, Ron Fuller Welch. Ron, how are you? I'm great. Jim, doing fine, man. How are you? I'm doing really good. You must have been shocked when you saw this story. Why don't you just tell the, tell our fans what is exactly happening in Tennessee? And just we'll also talk about the amazing correlation to your book. Well, what happened uh, two days ago, uh, I guess it was just reported two days ago that uh, a tiger, and a pretty big tiger, I think, uh, yeah. from all descriptions, uh, has gotten loose in, the, uh, in, in Knoxville suburbs uh, the eastern side of the city of Knoxville, Tennessee, and he now is still there. They have not been able to catch him yet, and uh, it uh, it's it's just like you say. It ha- it's very coincidentally uh, extremely close to a to a book that I just recently released uh, that I wrote 20 years ago. So uh, it's kind of crazy in the same city. The book is about the same city. So. Uh, so basically, there's a tiger on the loose in Knoxville. They have helicopters. Uh, they're they're trying all different types of things. I read this morning that that they have set up a some type of cage and they've put some <laughs> chicken inside it that they're trying to attract this tiger into. And uh, it's quite a bit different, a little bit different than the the animal that's in my book. But uh, it's still uh, it's amazing. Uh, what a coincidence! I cannot. I can hardly believe it. I always thought when I wrote my book that, you know, someday something like this could happen. But uh, now now it really has. It's pretty amazing. Well, you know what's interesting, Ron, is I listened to, and first of all, I got to thank you and Jim Cornette for giving me a, a lowly James Patrick shout out. I mean, it was just an absolute joy, and it made my year, to be honest with you, because I'm such a big fan of the both of you. So shout out to Jim Cornette, Brian Lass, and that great podcast. 
one of the best wrestling podcasts, if not the best, uh, next to the Tennessee Stud, of course, uh, well, podcast. You, but him, uh, it's our pleasure, actually, man. You, you are, you guys are rocking it. Uh, you and Florence, uh, just it's just amazing what y'all are doing, and uh, it is a pleasure to to mention you and uh, and to to be on your be on with you. Just uh, to be on. With you. Yeah, that's. But you know what was funny, Ron is. Jim, of course, old school wrestling guy, like a lot of us, we're kind of burnt out with wrestling. The thing that Jim stated in in your podcast with him, he said, I love this book because it actually could happen. It's real to me. And I think once this story came out, I literally heard that podcast and I heard those words. And that to me is what really made me entranced. Like Florence and I called it, we said it's it's a Jaws. It's the the newest generation Jaws on land. And as Jim said so eloquently, he said this is worse because on I'd stay out of the water. Jaws doesn't mess with me. If I'm on land, I can't control that. So that's what I loved about your your book. And Brutus, as we have talked about, we've been marketing it, Brutus by Ron Fuller Welch. You can catch it on Amazon. But why don't you talk about the correlations without giving too much away? Why don't you talk about the correlations of this story and your book? Well, it, it's, it's, it's really uncanny uh, how close it is in, in, in a way. Uh, uh, my book is about a man-eating lion from Africa that gets captured and he gets sent to a an American zoo. The zoo is in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, uh, there's a lot involved that, that I won't go into, but basically the basic story is toward the end, halfway through the book, this line is going to escape into the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And, and oddly enough, you know, this is only 30 miles away from Knoxville, Tennessee, that park. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, this, this tiger and he's on the eastern side of the city of Knoxville. He's on that side of the city. And if he decides that he wants to disappear, uh, he's got an unbelievable place to go. He's got a, one of the largest national parks in America, the most visited national park in America. The Great Smoky Mountain National Park is only 30 miles away from him. And if he uh, he stays in there or he's able to get into that, uh, they're going to have a real big problem in catching this boy. Uh, and that's basically what my book is about. Except there's a difference. This is a tiger. He probably is not going to be uh, looking for people. He's going to be trying to get away from the suburbs and, and back into the mountains somewhere. Uh, in my book, it's a different situation. It's a man-eating lion that uh, likes to, he, he eats nothing at this point but people. And that's what happens to man-eating lions, oddly enough that they get to prefer the soft flesh of humans to any other meat. And this line in my book, once he gets loose in the mountains, he's not going to run. He's going to come looking for people. And if you've ever been up in that part of the country, those that have been in the Smoky Mountains National Park, they know exactly what I'm talking about. It's so remote and it is so uh, just covered with trees and and finding a lion in that mountain, you can't do it with helicopters, you can't do it with airplanes. Uh, you, you you just have to get on foot and you have to actually go and find him. And uh, so that's what happens in my book. And, and it's a tremendous chase once they get into the park. Uh, 
it becomes a world event because, uh, and it might in this case with this tiger. This tiger has been out two days now. They have yet to catch him. Uh, if this were to go on for another 10 or 15 days, and if uh, by some poor happenstance he was to, to kill somebody, then this story, this real life story, is going to take off just like my book takes off when that line gets loose in the park. Now, what I liked about your book is I think it's more real than this story. <laughs> because to me, you had experts. You had people that this was their life that trying to get this lion. And in this story, I was reading where they don't have the zoos helping. They don't have any like tiger experts that I saw. It was the animal control sheriffs. And it it almost sounds comical that someone like went to Costco and got a chicken and put it in a cage. It is kind of humorous. You know, and I think that's the that's the stages. That's kind of in my book. It kind of starts out that way as well. You know, the line gets loose in the park, and eventually the first ones are sent into the FBI, but they don't know how to track a line. You know, no. they they realize pretty quickly that wow, we're in trouble here. But what what do you do when a lion escapes into a park that's it covers and it's in basically four or five different states? It's yeah, and and you've got all these people out there. And they're all spread out everywhere, and you can't find them to tell them that they're yeah. That's what the problem is in the book. Is uh, it becomes a nightmare for everybody, and it becomes a world. It's a world event, man. What's going on in the Smoky Mountain National Park is just takes precedent over every story in the in the world. Basically, this oh, line yeah. is raising cane in the Smoky Mountains National Park. It's amazing because, and people, I'm a huge fan of the, of the Moonshiner show. And when when you see these guys in the Smoky Mountains and, and some of the areas that they're, they're in, in the South and in the Northeast, and how massive, I think it's, uh, I was reading that Smoky Mountains, like 190,000 square acres, some incredible amount of that. And a lot of it, as someone pointed out online to me, is dense old forest so it's not like you could fly that's why moonshiners love it so much because you can't really fly overhead if you use propane to make moonshine you can't really fly overhead and see anything there's nothing there's not it's so dense that you can't really see anything and this is why i think as you said if this cat gets into there God knows if they're ever going to find it. And there's obviously a lot of wildlife in there that it could survive. It's amazing. You want to talk about a horror story or a tale going into because millions of people go to this beautiful park. I've been to it one time, one of the most beautiful places on earth, Tennessee, just beautiful state. And again, it's in several states. So to me, I just think this story and Ron, what's funny is there's a lot of people online that it's really captured their imagination. Some have actually, there's a Twitter page, and his post today was, I ate people. I'm a, I'm a tiger. That was the post. That was the, <laughs> so, uh, so I think people are really getting, I mean, obviously, if you live there, it's kind of scary. But this is what I, what is amazing is your story the fear that you have and you don't, and then you you're so torn because you don't want to see the animal die, but you don't want to, but you realize it's dangerous and you, what do you do? How do you react? 
do you have compassion? And then, uh, and then something happens, obviously, and then you change your mind. You don't want it to kill people. But again, also, you want to catch the thing. And, and these animals are smart, and they're very athletic, and they could do pretty much anything. Tigers are amazing. And some say, well, the tigers don't like water. Tigers swim. I've, you know, you see a lot of specials on tigers. They love to swim. Some don't like it as much, but these are huge cats. And it just blows me away when I first saw it. I just thought to myself, gosh, we got, we put up some posts. You guys made me some set some jokes, but I'm telling you this, I checked it twice. This story is a legitimate worldwide story. It's being covered everywhere. And how do you think this is going to end, Ron? Do you think it's going to be kind of like your book where they slowly realize they're screwing up by not taking this, you know, not get bringing in everyone right away? And do, do you think this cat can get away? I think the cat can get away. I, I really believe it's possible. Anybody that's ever walked or hiked in that in that mountain range will, will tell you instantly, my gosh, they're not going to find him from the air. So they've got to track this. They've got to track this tiger on foot, just like the, my lion in my book. Uh, and it's, uh, it's going to be a real difficult thing. Uh, actually, in the end of my book, uh, they couldn't catch him. They they realized that we're not going to get him. Uh, the dogs were getting killed. They used the hounds to try to get him, and uh, the dogs were all getting killed by the lion before the guys could get to the dogs. And and uh, they eventually had to figure out, and that may be this what it would happen in this one. Uh, they had to go back and find the guy that captured him in Africa and bring him to America. Yeah, catch this lion for a second time. The zoo, yeah, I read this morning where the zoo was kind of shocked they haven't contacted them, but they really haven't reached out. And I just think they're way in over their head. I, I just think this is a silly thing to not take this seriously. Some of you may remember the big cat, the lion that was uh, seen in L.A. years ago. It's actually on YouTube, and it's just bizarre to see this little bridge and you see a lion on top of the bridge. But some of you, and as Ron was saying, with dogs, some of you were saying, well, I saw that show with Mountain Men and some of the others where they have teams of dogs getting cougars. And a cougar is a big cat, but cougar is nothing compared in size compared to a lion and a tiger. Dogs are no match for a lion and a tiger. They're really no match for a cougar, but there's so many of them that the cougar gets scared and will run off. But with a tiger and a lion, oh my gosh, they, they would eat, they would destroy uh, dogs. And that's why you got to have a lot of trackers. And I don't know about you, Ron, God bless the sheriffs and God bless, I, I, I had a neighbor who lost their dog. And when the sheriff came up, I don't think they could have found a stop sign, let alone the dog. So I don't don't think this is going to end all that well. You could be right. You could be right. I hate to use the pun, but I think they got a tiger by the tail. (laughs) (laughs) See, that should have been. Now, again, Brutus, and make sure you go to the Tennessee Stud. We're going to have – we're going to post this on Monday. We're going to put all his links again. Please, please, please buy this book. This is a sleeper. Ron is doing this all on his own, so please retweet it when you see these posts. We saw a lot of people. And thank you to all our friends in India 
And I can't believe in Asia, I can't believe we're getting the numbers we're getting from our podcast. I'm so stupid. I didn't even see the analytic part of it that doesn't show up on, on uh, YouTube and others. And it is shocking our numbers. So if you're in India, obviously, you know, in Asia, you know about big cats, get Ron's Ron's book, Brutus, it will blow you away. It's such an incredible story. Like I said, it's our generation's jaws, and I'm not overstating it. I love the book. I've read it twice. Florence has read it twice. We adore it. And I think Ron has a huge future ahead for more books. And in fact, Florence and I are a little impatient. We want that book too out there. <laughs> but uh, but like I said, what a great book, Ron. And it must be exciting to, to, ha- to slowly kind of, it's going to take a lot of time because you're doing this, you know, the, without a lot of publicity, without a lot of stuff, you're doing this kind of a groundswell. But it must be exciting that more and more people, we saw the, the great Mick Foley do a video. Boy, that thing is hot. We retweeted a bunch of times. It must be exciting that it's, it's starting to kind of come to fruition, that everybody's kind of getting excited about your book. It's amazing. And, uh, and I thank you and uh, Florence so much. You know, kind of started the ball rolling for me. Uh, it's just truly amazing. And you mentioned other countries. My book is selling in, in gosh, Japan and uh, throughout Europe. Uh, it's it's really catching on, and uh, it's a unique story. And uh, you know, and, and it's just really odd, uh, coincidental. I had some people on uh, social media today said, "Ron, you were always the great marketer, and when the wrestling business, you know, uh, where did you find this tiger, and when did you turn him loose?" Mm. <laughs> you know, are you trying to sell books <laughs> oh i i just i just oh it's when that story came out i told florence i said this cannot be true so i called i even called the the tennessee sheriff i did i called the Knoxville tennessee i said is this true you know because i thought this was just kind of oh people making fun or or a, a hoax of some kind online but i just thought oh my god Ron got some of his old hockey buddies out there and they're spreading the story or uh, I, I couldn't believe it. But uh, last thing I wanted to plug for Ron, I absolutely loved his podcast on Jerry Lawler. And of course, Bullet Bob Armstrong. Oh my gosh, the icon, total icon, the iconic figure. Uh, and it's amazing the outpouring of support for all the passing of him for all the people to really, even though he was older and his wife had passed away and he had some bad health, it's still hard for someone as good as him to kind of leave. Why don't you give a couple minutes of your, of your relationship with Bob and also what you have upcoming in an amazing special podcast that even Jim Cornette says is going to be an all-time great podcast. Yeah, I do a I do a weekly stud cast. It's called. It's an hour program weekly. I come from the oldest and largest wrestling family in the world. Been in it for a hundred years. Uh, Bob Armstrong was just a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, he was so good that I got him into my company. I was lucky enough to talk him into becoming a partner in my continental and my southeastern wrestling. And he is just, as you say, an iconic figure in, in wrestling, especially in the South. And loved by so many people. It's unbelievable. We did a one-hour stud cast on him. My brother and my cousins, I have two cousins that wrestle. And we talked about him. And then I've had this three, once a month, I do a three-hour, normally three-hour super stud cast, I call it. 
And uh, this one I'm going to do on Bob Armstrong as a tribute. But once I got the word out there that I was going to do it, I had guys calling me. I have on this one, I have already recorded Jim Cornette. I've recorded Stan Hansen. I've recorded Terry Funk. I've recorded Jerry Briscoe. I have recorded uh, Dutch Mantel. Uh, and I have guys that are waiting in line. It may end up being a five-hour Wow. Podcast. And it, it's going to be with uh, with uh, some of the greatest wrestlers in the world paying tribute to certainly one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I miss Bob Grayley. And what a, not only is he a great guy, he's a fantastic human being and, uh, and a father. He's raised four great sons that all became great wrestlers. Uh, he's it's just a big story, period, and loved by so many people. It's amazing uh, since he's gone, uh, the outpouring of affection for Bob. Yeah, and when you have, like I said, we tease people about the state of wrestling today, but I think the reason someone said, oh, my gosh, the outpouring is so amazing, but when you lose people like this, a Harley race, a ten, you know, uh, uh, Bob Armstrong, when you lose people like Nick Bockwinkel, you, you get people that are just so – you remember just how talented they were and how they touched people's lives and how gracious especially Bob was. Uh, Jim Cornette tells some stories on how he helped him also uh, in uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling and how he was so amicable to helping and doing whatever it took. And it was just really a touching tribute to him for a lot of people. And Jim doesn't get too upset about – too many things un unless it's politics, but he, he was very emotional about Bob, Bob Armstrong. And I think a lot of people will feel really blessed that you could do this. And again, it's tnstud.com, Tennessee stud. So it's www.tnstud.com. Go there. He has an amazing Patreon page. Some of you, I'm be real right now. I think a lot of people waste money on bad entertainment can you believe the Disney Channel is charging $30 for one movie? And yet, for the small price that you pay for under $5, for under $10, you could get such entertainment. I'm telling you, this is the best entertainment you could get. Two, one hour, two hour, five hour. It's amazing what you give for the price that you have to pay. So please stop spending money on these silly movies and these silly – it's just – you know, go to something like this and it will make your heart warm and you'll get to learn. I love learning about the history of these guys and behind the scenes. And it's an amazing. So please go to, to uh, Ron's site and check it out. Join his Patreon site. You will never be. And obviously, uh, Brian Last uh, does an incredible job on the Arcadian Vanguard with all his podcasts. So please, you guys, support these guys. You know I'm not really – I get a lot of wrestling podcasts trying to get me to support them, but there's only a handful that I do. And that's why I'm so excited about this, Ron. Ron, I'll give you the last word on what's going on with all this stuff or what you would like – just uh, what's upcoming and, and uh, also talk about your website. Just uh, uh, you are, like I said, it's just a remarkable event. Uh, you know, I guess when you're an author and you, you write a story and it's fiction and all of a sudden something happens that's not fiction and it's real life and it's pretty much your story. Uh, this tiger gets loose in that park and he, and, the, and this becomes the search that it possibly could turn into uh, my book will be, it mirrors my book in so many ways. 
the people will really think that, that I'm a prophet of some kind. This <laughs> is absolutely outrageous. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it could be an extremely tough event. If, this, if the tiger doesn't attack people and he doesn't hurt anybody, that'd be wonderful. If he disappears in there and never hurts anybody, uh, they'll know it's there. And they'll always at night, I'm sure, when they're sleeping in that park, be thinking, where that, wonder where that tiger is. Oh, I'd love that. Uh, <laughs> I'm demented, I guess, but I would love that. <laughs> Ron, we know, you know what Florence and I think about you. We adore you and we think your work is amazing. And I'm so glad for all the success. Everything you touch turns to gold eventually, may take a little bit of time, but please, everyone, be supporting him. We are going to be, I'm actually have a, have a meeting next week with some uh, Asian sites that want to do a little bit more promotion with our stuff. And you, Japan, especially Japanese wrestling fans you know Ron and his work and his family you respect wrestling you respect all the work Ron's done please get into this book I guarantee you you will love it again it's our generation's jaws let's get this going let's get more sales let's get more people learning about it retweet it you don't need me get the post and show and also Last thing, reviews, reviews, reviews. We're not getting enough reviews, so make sure you guys do a review. It takes five. It takes thirty seconds. Go on to the to Amazon, click on the review where it has all the reviews, and it will have you put it. It's five stars. Everyone's loving it. So thank you so much, Ron, for taking a little bit of your time to talk about this. And I'm sure we're going to bring this up in the upcoming weeks. This is a fun story. We hope no one gets hurt. But again, this is amazing. Well, thank you very much for being on. It's always a pleasure. All right. Take care, Ron. And everyone, you take care. We're going to have this on on Monday. It takes years to build a business that sustains a family and is worth passing on. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work closely with clients to provide the financing, cash management, and deposit products necessary to grow a business. So your life's work will continue to prosper once it's in someone else's hands. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank.